Catch you fuckers at a bad time. I'm not the shark. Piece of shit. I'm not a fish. Woo! I'm not an avalanche. Come forth. I'm a man. Oh, princess of darkness. What's the difference if Bruce Springsteen is a Shidoshi? Your Puritan upbringing holds you back from my monsters, but certainly doesn't hurt your art of kissing. Welcome to the podcast about life, love, and all the gimmicks. And if you're not down with that, we got two This, I think this podcast is a fucking dare. It, it's it got to be. <laughs> it's just a fucking dare. We're daring the fucking universe right now. So before we get into this, this stupid uh, endeavor <laughs> that I, I've forced us into tonight, um, there's a few things I want to clear up. There's a few things you and I need to talk about. Real serious stuff. Um, first and foremost... In ongoing Puppet Master news, um, you're fully aware of this uh, Bunker of Blood Chapter 1 Puppet Master Blitzkrieg Massacre oh. gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, come to find out this gets thrown on us. You didn't even fucking believe me this was a real goddamn thing. No, I didn't. What was your, why were you so timid about this? Why did you think I was filling you full of bullshit? You think I like talking about fucking Puppet, puppet no, Master? No, fucking inbox hadn't been filled up with 7,000 emails from Charles Band about it. <laughs> <laughs> Lo and behold, I got him the next day after that, after that night. So, so I reading through the comments again, uh, preparing for this talk. Um, did it seem to you like it was a comic or something? Well, it's a motion comic. That's what it is. It's like a motion comic built around footage from the, like from the movies. Interesting. Who the fuck does he think Gives that would yeah, yeah that would that would like entertain? Yeah, because originally when I, I you know browsed the press release or whatever it was, and I saw comic, and I thought it was just like a new comic book coming out. And then I went back and made myself look like less of an ass and edited it when I saw it was like a motion comic <laughs> with the clip show within it. Like oh, awesome. So two things that nobody likes. A clip show and a motion comic. Has there been yeah. one fucking motion comic you've ever wanted to sit and watch? No, no. And uh, the fucking whoever, uh, the PR company in control of it, not Full Moon, but they've bugged the shit out of me the last two days to post the goddamn trailer for it. Are you serious? Yeah, so I just posted it so that I, they'd stop emailing me. They're the worst. I have They're the worst. I have not seen this trailer anywhere. I didn't watch it. I just went to the YouTube, embedded it in the post, copied their email, and there you go. You I, didn't did even, the... I didn't even post like an announcement about it because nobody gives a shit. <laughs> just like to stop emailing me about it. Just think somebody got paid to make that thing. Yeah, it's stupid. So the real reason I brought this, I'm not not so you and I could hash out our thoughts on something that nobody gives a fuck about is <laughs> mostly because some heat got brought up within the all the gimmicks group. And I wanted to talk about this because little did we know we had a heel in our midst. Did I know the this? gimmicks group? Yeah, you must have oh. because, OK, so I found the review from our good bud, Dustin Hubbard who uh, he was on the witchcraft 14 through 16 episode. 
And he's okay. been a fan of Astro Radio Z for a long, long time. He's a filmmaker in his own right. And he just sits and posts everything that he watches. And he was watching this. In the post, I screen capped it and posted it in the group. Yeah, and, I saw the uh, post of the review. Yeah, and when he, somebody's asking him, how was it? And he goes, so-so. It's all stock footage, and there's barely been any bunker of blood. Then, out of nowhere, like a fart in a room, some dude named Chris Leppert shows up. Chris Leppert, I did more re- research on. Come to find out, he's Mr. Ramon420 on YouTube. <laughs> Do you know who this dude is? No. But it's a funny name. <laughs> well, he's a he's a dude that reviews underground no budget movies. And he comes in out of fucking nowhere. I mean, he comes in hot oh, as man, I'm pulling this up. Hot as magma. This motherfucker comes in. He comes into the group, first post ever in the group. And this is what it is. He writes. I just found out I was a member of this group. Who the fuck is Dustin Hubbard? And why do I care? <laughs> oh, I, I did see that. I thought, I thought like, uh, Dustin must've been someone that like added him to the group or something. Yeah. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I'm dying. I have no fucking idea who this dude is. I only know him now through looking him up on YouTube's. Because he has, he's so proud of himself on his Facebook page. It was easy to see what his stuff was. And uh, he comes in, lights a fire, hot, real fucking hot, and then bounces. I was hoping this dude would stick around. We need some heat in the room. Did he leave? Oh, I do remember this now. Yeah, because I gave it like a five out of ten. Because I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I didn't know what his angle was. (laughs) Yeah. He comes comes in fucking hot. Yeah, he bailed. I tried looking him up today just to see if he was still around because I wanted to get him talking some more. But he was no longer a member of the group. That's too bad. Uh, See one of these guys that's on Facebook with no real pictures of himself? Yeah, I think it's a picture of like he had a picture of Andy Warhol. Of course he does. Mr. Ramon 420. That's not like the biggest middle school name. Yeah. So what? What Harry Potter house is he? Oh man, I don't even know if he he's he's a fucking muggle, dude. (laughs) (laughs) He's not getting into Hogwarts. Uh, well, if you're out there, Chris Leppert, Mr. Ramon, four twenty, and you happen to be. A devoted fan of all the gimmicks are. I mean, you come out, you never were a member of this group, and you just start calling out our fucking listeners and group members. <laughs> um, please come back. We need some hot heels in this group. We do. And we would love, if you come back, we would love to have you on the show. Don't lie to him. <laughs> you want to cut a promo and send me a promo for our show. Get a hold of me at all the gimmicks podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> we'll yeah. play your promo. We'll play the promo you got. We will play a promo. <laughs> so I got excited there for a minute, Seth. Oh man, now I'm I'm bummed it didn't turn into something. Oh man, I was hoping for some heat. I was hoping for some real heel heat, like internet troll heat, but that was quick. Was that was troll. like 
That was very yeah, weak that, trolls. That troll toll was paid pretty quickly. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody else really commented on it. I was hoping somebody was going to start yucking on this thing. Oh, I feel not. like for anyone that saw it probably felt like I did. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, is this, <laughs> is this an inside thing I'm not getting? Yeah, that's what is I thought at yeah. first. I don't know. I don't know either, man. When I saw that post. Come back. Chris, we need you. We'll give you a free one-month subscription. (laughs) To the Patreon that I'm seriously thinking about Nixon. To the free podcast. (laughs) Come back. Come back. We need you, Chris Lepper. So that's that's, uh, topic number one I wanted to get out of the way. Our first heat in all the gimmicks fucking Facebook group disappointing heat real short-lived that's like real short-lived. Heat. <laughs> uh second thing i want to fucking talk about i don't know about you and i don't know how hip you are to uh the meme culture that's going on right now okay okay i got my finger on the pulse of the memes okay Maybe. Well, then, I, hopefully you have an opinion on this, because I would really like to hear your opinion on this. If I see another moth fucking meme on my fucking Facebook page, I'm going to hurt somebody. Oh, the, it wasn't funny to start. What is going on? I don't know. I, I have officially become old. No. I don't get I don't, it. I don't get it, and it's not really funny to me. Like, it's, it just says lamp. Like. That's all the ones I've seen. Just say lamp. That's all mo- it oh, is. Fuck, dude. Stop. It's a moth drooling over a lamp. Yeah. And I, I'm just like, uh, what is funny about that? No, not into it. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. It, I, I'll give it negative four out of ten. You're getting crazy. That's that's how fucking little I think of this meme. That meme needs to get the fuck off your lawn. That that meme is almost a Dat Boy level. Ugh. Oh that man, Dat a... Boy was great though for a while. How was it great, dude? It was funny. What? Okay, explain to me what was funny about you Dat talking Boy? about the little frog. Yeah, yeah, man, he was funny as shit. He, oh yeah, he was shit. No, nah, he was funny, man. Oh man, I don't. Maybe I, I maybe I'm an old Seth. Maybe. <laughs> Little did I know. I haven't got that crotchety yet. Oh, I'm pretty fucking crotchety. This moth shit. You know, that boy ran its course quick, but it was funny for a bit. Dude, this fucking moth gimmick, yeah, it moth, got moth wasn't funny. Instantly. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't the- even get it. If, like, I saw it and I was like, I don't, why, is this keep, why does this keep popping up? What is this? It's everything. Every other post on my facebook is a moth meme now moth man we can get behind okay i can get behind that at least there's something there let's get behind moth man let's do let's start a moth man meme no let's not do that because then they'll be we'll be cross associated with this fucking lame ass meme that's going on (laughs) you're not dragging me into that lamp no i ain't going into the oh shit Dude, right? God damn it, Seth. <laughs> Fuck. So anyways, I even started seeing it cross-pollinate into regular normie people, people on my page. 
posting moth meme shit. I'm like, oh god, this is out of fucking in hand. Yeah, this is not? a pestilence. <laughs> so anyway, that was subject two that I needed discussing. I'm glad oh, that you. It sucks. Yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page about this. Uh, easily negative four out of ten oh. on that. You're getting crazy. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> We're going to agree to disagree on the score. <laughs> the level of suckitude. It's some bullshit. All right. Last but not least here, Seth, last topic that I need to get out of the way before we start going into this question and answer episode we've put ahead of us here. You put it ahead of us. Yeah, that's I, true. I, I, said I, I, I was I, out from the beginning. <laughs> I wanted to spice it up a little bit. But, okay, I'm into it now. The questions were okay. Um, maybe. Maybe. We'll see uh, how this goes. What is this? We'll what see is how this, this goes. What do, we, what do we got here? Last topic, Seth. A buddy of yours posted some videos of you singing in a death metal band back in the day. Oh, yeah, man. What's, what's that gimmick? I never heard of this. Oh, yeah, man. I've been in bands forever. I gotta say, dude, you got a good death scream, man. Don't anymore. Oh, shit, what happened? I don't know, man. I got old and stopped singing in death metal bands. So how did you start doing this stuff? Like, have you were you always a growler or what? What's the deal? I don't know, man. It's just yell, you know? Just just yell. I don't know. That's all you did? Uh, I guess. I, mean, I don't know. How do you learn death metal vocals? You know? Supposedly, there's some technique to this. Oh, I had no technique. It was just trash your throat until it stops hurting, and then you're good. <laughs> I, like, none of that zen of screaming shit I've seen. You're not uh, sitting there with, like, a vaporizer, putting your face uh, over the vaporizer and all that shit? No, man. Actually, I think I remember that show. I think I was real sick that show, too. 103 fever or something crazy it was like a blizzard outside it was fucking weird what is that what was that show was that like at a community a, center it was like a high school auditorium because i think i'm trying to think of exactly when that was i think that uh that drummer who i was in a bunch of bands with i think he was a senior in high school at that point oh okay so, so he like signed us up for that shit and me and the guitar player were few years older than him yeah you looked pretty young in that video yeah i was probably not older than 20 in that video holy shit yeah so was this like a battle of the bands type deal yeah one of those things i don't even know if it was battle of the bands it was just hey fucking here's a show and you know we were the the freak death metal band what was the name of this band vesiculated mm. i don't know what it means i didn't know what it meant back then. <laughs> The guitar, guitar player was uh, the one that picked out the name, and we kind of just went with it. <sighs> so I can't ask him now. He's dead. Oh, man. That's that's this just got this went in a very dark direction. It did. It did. Rest oh. in peace, Metal Steve. Oh, rest in peace, Metal Steve. This crazy this episode, this episode of all the gimmicks goes out to you. Metal Steve. He was kind of weird. <laughs> really? What was his deal? Yeah. Uh, 
he had like tattoos of like a, like a demon reading a book on his back. <laughs> and uh, like, I don't, I don't know, the first time we saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, man, hail Satan, you know, something like that. He was like, whoa, dude, don't fuck with that shit. Like, oh, like, so he was a like true believer, dead, like dead serious. And I was like, dude, you got a demon reading a book on your back. <laughs> <laughs> and he would, uh, he would, you thought he was like my buddy, uh, my buddy Justin, who I made that movie Swamphead with. Uh, he has nothing but fake, like goof tattoos all over him. I mean, all of his tattoos are jokes. Every last one of them. So when I hear somebody tattooing <laughs> Satan reading a book on their back, <laughs> I would immediately guess that it was a joke. I, I don't know, man. He was pretty serious about it. Well, obviously, if you're making you're trying to get a troll off of him and he's like, yeah, just, you know, don't, hey, fuck you, <laughs> don't fuck with that shit. Uh, nice guy. Bit weird. Yeah. Would just somehow intense. always be in our drummer's basement before we got there. <laughs> just, so we break in the house i don't know man like you'd pull in the driveway and you just hear fucking shredding coming out of the basement how the fuck did you get in the basement never yeah. never knew maybe he can uh shift his matter around and uh walk through walls yeah. he was actually uh getting into like i forget the band name but uh the last two or three years before he he died. He was in a band that was starting to kind of blow up in the death metal scene. Hmm. Uh, like they were, they were doing like weekends in Puerto Rico and South America and shit. Holy shit! Yeah, he was he was making it. Damn. I mean, yeah, I mean he was touring and stuff. That's cool. I don't remember the name. Well, Metal Steve, your uh, your legend will live forever, even though we <laughs> can't remember what bands you were in. Yeah, but your legend. Will live forever. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Oh, so uh, you ready for this, Seth? Not really. Okay, so listeners, if you aren't aware, if you aren't a part of the All the Gimmicks Facebook group, how did you even find out about this podcast? How the fuck are you even listening to this goddamn thing? Are you, do, you, do you have the thumb on the pulse that fucking hard that you were able to go, man, this this podcast, this is it. I got to listen to this blind cell blind cell. Anyways, on the, all the gimmicks podcast group, I put out there that we were going to do a question and answers episode. And this is it. Put, put it out there to the group. All the questions that we're going to be answering. We're, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. They could be about anything. Seth, I was expecting them to get much more personal than they were. That's why I said, no, my original thought was I didn't fuck everybody. You didn't fuck <laughs> Well, luckily, we have a bunch of dorks for uh, for fans and listeners <laughs> like us. So this worked out really well. And I yeah. thank you guys. Um, there's a few that are going to make me really uncomfortable to talk about, but we're going to do it. It's summertime. And the living is anything but easy. Because it's time for all the gimmicks QND. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Damn it, who put that up? Is that $200 an hour? So, what, how I'm going to do this, Seth, is we're going to go through as much as we can here. We're going to look at the time right now. I don't want the episode to go more than an hour. 
So we may not get to all these questions because holy shit, some of these dudes went hog wild on the fucking questions. Um, we'll try and get to all of them if we can. But uh, once an hour hits, I'm putting in the ding and uh, we're out and it'll have to be for next time. And then we'll go through a lightning round. Fucking lightning, bro. Lightning that's round, where, bitch. That's where, that's where I win the big prize. Space camp. <laughs> right? We can, we can win a trip to space camp. We do? Yeah, right? Because we're Maybe answering questions. What- Maybe that's what uh, the Patreon should be for, is to oh, put shit. us through scape, space camp so we can <laughs> be in... Do we get to go to Space Force? Oh, fight fucking space aliens. Nah, we're not going to fight space aliens in Space Force. We're going to clean up all the garbage that's flying around at millions of miles nah, per second. Dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop out that spaceship and into that Tesla and take off the fucking Jupiter, man. <laughs> I like how it's a Tesla. Cool shit. Yeah, it's quick ass mileage. <laughs> you tell me the Tesla can't make it from orbit to Jupiter? Uh, well, I mean, if you got the time, I suppose it'll it'll get great gas mileage. Space time. I keep hearing on on tons of podcasts how space force. The first thing you can't even have a space force without getting up there with a huge fucking space net and cleaning up all the debris that's flying around in orbit. I don't give a fuck about space trash. Well, you will when it blasts a hole through your fucking skull. Dude, I got Tesla. They got good safety ratings. <laughs> you think so? Tesla can withstand debris, metal debris flying at like millions of miles per second. Oh, it's not going that fast. It's in space. <laughs> it's kind of just floating around. I don't know if my facts are at all right. This is why the listeners need to send me to space camp. You need to learn about all the yeah. space facts. I I might be way off on my intergalactic facts. <laughs> well, listeners, if you you want to donate the time and the money in order to send Seth through space camp, please get a hold of us at all the gimmicks podcast at gmail.com. Also, someone might need to open a space camp because I'm not so sure it still exists. <laughs> Is it is it kind of like a one of those uh, summer camps? Yeah. I also I also just take a pair of BK Ratch Techs if, if we can't afford space camp. What's the over under on the Poindexter ratio in this space camp? Oh, all all Poindexters. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> You think kids that went to space camp had to eat that gross, dry, freeze-dried ice cream? You know what? I would... Oh, yeah, you'd have to eat all that ration shit. So gross. All fucking dried shit, you know? No moisture whatsoever. So dry in space. So dry. Just like your mom. Oh, that's kind of rude. (laughs) Okay, so... We're gonna, we're gonna move on from <laughs> we're gonna move on from that. Our first question in the first of I don't know how many all the gimmicks question and answers episodes <laughs> comes from our dear bud Brian Martinez. Oh, big Bri. Big Bri brings us the yes, heat I right off the bat. Next. Yes. 
big demons fan, Mr. Brian Martinez. No, that's not the question. This isn't guess what the questions are. First question is, and this is a real serious one, something that you and I can bite into. Is a nearly three-hour Suspiria remake really necessary? This might be the whole episode. So go for it. I want to hear your... I'll I'll interject when I can, but you go for it. No. (laughs) All right, next question. I mean, I'm not. Are you? Like, I'm not even like against it at this point. For a while, you know, I was, I was one of those. Oh, fuck remakes. At this point, I don't give a shit. But it's it's, uh, it's so unnecessarily long. Like, what what is this dude? I don't even remember his name. Luca Luda something. Luca Jabberdalevedale. Yeah. I have no idea what is. Um, le- I'm not looking anything up okay. right now. Yeah. I, I, what is he going to do with this for three hours? Oh, all the, all the, I've, hey, I got to be honest. I've read some reviews. I am what you would call mildly interested in seeing this. Oh, I'm tentatively excited after that second trailer. It's just the runtime is like holding me back from getting too into it. I mean, I can deal with long movies if there's a point to them being long. I just don't see what they're doing with Suspiria that needs to be three hours long. Well, they, it sounds like they've completely rethunk this thing. Like this isn't even, this isn't even a shadow of what Argento's movie was like, this is a totally new beast. I get to the thing of then why even call it a Suspiria reunion? Well, cause they got the three mothers in it. Yeah, I guess. So, I mean, this is like a a legit, like they're trying to remake this thing. You got Susie Banyan in this gimmick. Yeah. You got, um, What's the oh I why can't I think of her name? Uh the headmistress is in there from Helena uh, Marcos. Helena Mar- everyone. So is it ne- is it necessary to have a nearly three hour Suspiria remake? Seth, my answer is emphatically no. I don't think it's necessary to have any three hour movies. I attempted to watch fucking Blade of the Immortal the last few days, and it took me two days to watch it because it's nearly two and a half hours long i can't do it it's an investment for sure i don't see why it needs to be that long hopefully they prove me wrong because i do think it looks good that fucking trailer is hot yeah that that's that newer one yeah yeah that first one didn't do much for me but that new one man oh boy oh man i've dug everything that they've put out there which leads us into the next question his second part of this question which I'm going to read it how I believe he wants this inflected. Come on. <laughs> Can you seriously get behind this goddamn logo? No matter how good the film is, though. And we're talking what we're talking about here. What he's referring to is the font of the logo of Suspiria, which, to be honest, looks like it came out of an early Spike Lee joint. Oh, I was going to say, like, fucking Partridge Family. It is some real weird shit that I don't quite get what the angle is on that logo. Uh, I'm with him on it. It's, I don't know what they're going for. You have this extremely <laughs> moody, gothic, dark-looking movie, sinister-looking movie, and then you got this pop art kind of, like, graffiti logo that just doesn't jive with anything else that's going on but i gotta tell you that poster they have that's on letterboxd 
of the eyeballs splattered in blood all over it with that logo is awesome. I didn't see that. You should look it up right now. Look up on fucking Letterboxd. The the poster they have up there is it's fucking cool. I mean, it's not the one that's been paraded around on Facebook with the the girl who has the flowing uh, dress that's sitting on the ground. Oh, I'm into this poster. Okay, so which one are you talking about? The one the on Letterboxd? The eyeball one, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I still nope. don't get the font for it, but... No, I don't get it either. I don't think it jives. Um, the one on Facebook is a Mondo one, which isn't official. It's is that just, the one with the, the girl? Yep. Mm. And I like that one, too. It looks but, okay. Okay. It looks, it looks kind of just... Like Generic? Thrown, yeah, exactly. It could be for any various horror movie that involves a dancer. Yeah. So, so Suspiria, I think, Brian... You want to know, Seth and I are both looking forward to seeing this thing, but we're kind of with you on this logo gimmick. This is this looks like some real thrown together garbage. Just nothing, nothing all that exciting. What is your I mean, in general, do you even think did, when you first heard about this Suspiria remake, were you even remotely interested? I mean, like. Oh, first heard about it like 10 years ago because <laughs> I mean, this thing's been talked about with a dozen different directors and half a dozen different co-stars yep um originally no but then you know i kind of lightened up and just didn't really care one way or the other and it would be you know i'll judge it from what i see but now the people involved in the trailers have me have me interested for sure yeah. Yeah, I they released one of the tracks from the movie, and Tom York did the soundtrack. For oh, this good gimmick. old Tom! Oh, good old Tom York <laughs> did the soundtrack for this. And I gotta be, I gotta be honest. First time I listened to, it, I'm like, I was very underwhelmed. Have you heard this thing? I haven't. All I've all I've heard is what's in the trailers. I don't know if that's even like actual score. Well. For the listeners, this is one of the rare times where I'm going to edit something in. Here's a little taste of that. I'm not going to play the whole fucking gimmick, but here, you can listen to a little bit of it here.
Now, it's a very dreamy kind of weird little tinkly thing, which compared to the bombastic goblin score is like light years away. But I think that's the angle with this entire thing is how far away from Argento's original can they get? Trying to definitely separate itself, which I mean, it can only be beneficial for it. That there's no way you can live up to that other than the fact there is one connection other than a name, obviously. Jessica Harper is in this. Right. Which is very cool. So I'm on their day one. Popcorn in hand. Possibly a hole in the bottle of the popcorn. So some uh, nefarious stuff can go on with my wiener. Yeah, like taking a dump and pissing through it because it's a three hour movie. How how does that exactly work? You cut a hole in the bottom so you could piss in it? Yeah, well, no, piss through it. You don't want to fill up your bucket. So are you piss jugging it? Do you hit? Are you putting like a catheter in? No, I'm just pissing on the floor, man. <laughs> Actually, I don't know be, what your angle is. I don't here. know is either, man. I'm just pissing my pants during this thing. <laughs> You're gonna have to. Are I, you? Gonna- I know it's three hours long. <laughs> Can't miss a second of this gimmick. I'm gonna piss myself. Hey, man, you know, sometimes you just got to piss your pants. Hey, after my fucking ordeal with the first purge where I sat next to Mr. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to take my shoes off at this movie and rub my bare ass, nasty, sausage feet all over this recliner. (laughs) What does it fucking matter if you piss the goddamn? I think piss is better than that. It's a little more hygienic, I think. Hey. Someone's uh someone's dying of thirst, they can drink it. <laughs> and at three hours long, they might be dying of thirst. Are, are you sure you're not slithering? Nah, man. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on from Suspiria Piss Chat. Uh, <laughs> next question comes from our good bud and dedicated listener, Mike Kubacek. A good friend of mine. And uh, this first question's for me. It's directed straight to me Mm. because uh, Mike likes to troll me on this page. He's a huge fan of the podcast, but he sure likes to get under my skin. Oh, he's the one. He's the one. And uh, his first question is, would Derek rather get a FarmersOnly.com account Mm. and go out with the first girl that contacts him or watch Evil Bong? This is the easiest question that I've ever gotten in, in my entire life. I'll go out with that cow asshole girl before I'll ever watch fucking evil bong. Doesn't mean I got to do her. Doesn't mean I got to do anything. I don't, I can sit across from her. We can have a nice meal. We might not have much to talk about. I'm sure, you know, she's really into 4-H fairs and uh, heifers and, and uh, you know, cattle related events. Um, but at least I won't have to watch Evil Bong. So that's an easy one. Hook me up with them farmers only girls. I'll I'll go out with how many Evil Bong movies are there? Oh, there's seven and extras. Are you fucking shitting me? Oh no, no, I just watched the seventh one the other well a couple months ago, but that doesn't include the crossovers and stuff. Wait, wait, wait. You've watched all seven of these gimmicks? Oh no, no, I just I watched the seventh one a couple months ago. To they sent it to me. No, I haven't watched like the last three before that. I can't. I am flabbergasted. There's fucking seven of these things. Yeah, but then there's like one or two crossovers with uh, Ginger Dead Man. 
There's two ginger dead man crossovers. There's at least one. There might be two. Holy ball. So there's nine. I'll go out on nine farmers only.com dates <laughs> before I ever watch an evil ball movie. Oh man. Like I could see one farmers only date. Cause you know, I, I feel like there's actually a lot to talk about there. Like once, you know, oh, I- yeah, definitely. And I, especially if we're going out to like a like some shit kicker bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like some bar in the middle of fucking cornfields. You know the type of bar. Oh, yeah. Like if you're not there six days a week, they're going to fucking eyeball you when you walk through the door. Yeah. You may get hung. Uh, maybe. I'll walk into that place and I'll take out these these uh, farmer girls. Yeah. Way before I watch those evil bong gimmicks. I mean, uh, you know, explain to me in detail how you like put your fist up a cow's ass and inseminate it. You know? <laughs> like, this this got really <laughs> unnecessarily graphic very quick. Let's let's get to it. But after that first date, I don't know, man. I might be out. I might be out after that first one. Well, it doesn't say anywhere in the question that there has to be a second date. Oh no! But you're talking about nine different dates instead of the evil bong movies. I don't have to go out on nine like dates with the same person. How much do these people have to talk about? Nothing. Right. So you go on one date, you go on them all. No, you don't. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> you play the you play the numbers game, Seth. You might come across a couple good girls on there. Couple good cow assholes. <laughs> Question I, number I, two for I've Mike. Still, I've yet to see a girl on Farmers Only. I only see cow asses. <laughs> There's nothing but cow asses out there. I'll date all the cow assholes before I watch an evil bong. Oh, movie. fucking bovine. Unbelievable, Seth. Unbelievable. So uh, <laughs> there's there's your answer to your question, Mike. Whether there's a follow up where there are rules to this, I I don't know. Maybe uh, at some oh, point. That, I get it. That's a that's a farm joke. That's a farm joke. Yeah, that's a uh, chicken joke. Let's move on to the second <laughs> the second question he presented, would which is. Would you rather work on Phantom of the Park or Friday the 13th Part 4? And what I'm guessing is, as a crew member or a creative involved with these movies, would I have rather, and this I'll, I'll lay this out there to you too, Seth. Would you have rather been a fly, a fly on the wall or a worker on Phantom of the Park or Friday the 13th Part 4? Well, Friday the 13th Part 4 would be cool and all, but I mean, Phantom of the Park is Kiss, right? <gasps> is that what he's talking about? Is it? Because that's what I, I mean. Like, I thought he was talking about Phantom of the Paradise. Phantom of the Park? Ooh, that's shit. a kiss movie, right? Yeah, it is. Oh, I'd much rather be a fly on the wall for that. Oh, I mean, shit. I'd probably much rather watch Friday the 13th Part 4, but come well, on. Well, Phantom of the Park would be hilarious to be around. Oh, no shit it would be. Because one, they hated each other while they were making that oh, movie. did they? They were so pissed. That's that like that was right at the height of them just about to implode with the original members. Oh, that's fucking awesome. See, like that's the kind of kiss history I need. Like you need to be be, for sure. Fucking Peter Chris was high on fucking cocaine the whole time. Oh, goddamn right he was. And fucking uh Ace Fraley was so drunk that he couldn't say his lines. So they had to overdub him at some other point, and then all his action scenes, they brought in an African-American stunt double. 
God, yeah, give me this movie all day long. So, yeah, yeah, seriously, if you watch Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park or Kiss vs. the Phantom of the Park or the Invasion of the Phantoms or whatever version that you watch, watch some of the sequences where there are stand-in, there are all the fight sequences. And Peter Chris turns into a completely different man with a shitty wig. <laughs> and fucking Ace Fraley turns into an African-American man. <laughs> Kiss rules. So it's it's awesome. In in the books, fucking Ace Frehley is like, yeah, I don't want to fucking be there. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> so uh, I got to weigh it. Would I rather see a bunch of kiss hijinks with them in their primed coke drunk phase? Or would I rather see all the sweet titties on display in Friday 13th or 4? That's true. It's going to sure be Kiss Gene, versus yeah. the fan of the park. I'm sure easily. Gene Simmons was topless at some point. What? Where are you going with this? I'm just, you know, he's ugly and fat. So you're saying that you're sexually aroused by Gene Simmons? No, I'm just saying that there'd be Gene Simmons titties. Dude, okay. This is a weird angle, Seth. Dude. I went, I went for something that didn't really land, okay? <laughs> Well, well, let's act like we didn't hear any of that. We're going to move on to the last question that Mike tossed out there. Is <laughs> the last co- we got to move along with these, man? We have so many questions to get through. This is ridiculous. Um, question number three that Mike sent out there was, "What trauma movie would you want to get killed in?" Oh, I saw that question. I'll tell you which one I don't want to get killed in. I don't want to be the. I don't want to be uh, Joel Flyshaker getting killed on the <laughs> toilet and fucking poltergeist. Uh, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, that, that's for sure. A absolute zero on that one. So you got one? Do you think you got one off the top of your head? No, God. Does it have to be a trauma production? Well, it says trauma movie. So I guess it doesn't necessarily mean a trauma production. It could be any of the other ones. I mean, like being the uh, Agent Orange baby in <laughs> combat shock. <laughs> I would. Man, that would be the greatest thing ever to see you as as a baby in general in a movie with with your like adult ass face on a fucking baby. <laughs> I would oh, love yeah, to see that. Is. So can we can we like after effects in your face on that baby and you're holding in, in the baby's hands, you're holding the Jim Beam bottle. <laughs> I would deserve to get put in an oven at that point. I'm just an asshole. Put this baby to bed. <laughs> if I was going to be one of the people getting killed in a trauma movie. I think I would want to be the dude that is like the Billy D. Williams budget version in uh, Death by Temptation. Oh, budget Billy D. Williams in <laughs> Death by Temptation getting killed. Uh, that would be me. Oh, that's a good one. That's getting that's a Blu-ray good. soon. Yep. Yeah. Yep, I have vinegar syndrome, I think. Yeah. That's unexpected. Yeah, I can't. Oh. I can't. I mean, I'm all over it. Yeah, there's I mean, there's tons of good choices for that question. There's too many. Yeah, we, we it's funny how we picked <laughs> non trauma movies in the trauma canon. Yeah. 
But uh, I, I guess we just know the deep cuts. So <laughs> I've watched too much of it in my. I life. feel I feel confident in my pick. Me too. Absolutely. Me too. I think he's the bartender, and uh, my pick is the bartender in Death by Temptation, or a guy that shows up at the bar. Guy I don't remember. He... Bar. Budget yeah, D. But... Williams. <laughs> Budget D. Williams. So <laughs> the next ones are going to be uncomfortable for me to talk about. A good Bud Vaughn. He really hit. Oh, with... He went hard, man. He went fucking hey. real hard on this. Oh. Whew. So I'm wondering where let's uh, let's keep with the instead of going with the hard hitters right off the bat, let's keep with the trauma angle. How is everybody's feelings on Lloyd Kaufman and the fact he's completely fallen from grace? I wasn't aware of this. Yeah, is this as far as Lloyd Kaufman is concerned to me, he's at every convention and he still hasn't gotten out uh, Return to Newcomb High Part 2. So. I guess he's fallen from grace with me because I want to see the goddamn movie. It's out there. Blade Braxton's yeah. already seen it three times. I don't believe it until I see it. That's the point I'm at with it. I believe my boy. I, I believe he was in it. I don't believe the movie exists. But lost film. It's not. Lost film. <laughs> it's had three premieres. Yeah, well, then they lost it. <laughs> Somebody took it and took the hard drive it was on and burned it. Midnight Rose stole it and pawned it for a new mask. Even Mr. Fitness took it and and fucking Atomic Elbow dropped it in the middle of the fucking ring. Oh, but other than that, I don't know what is what is this fall from grace? Yeah, Vaughn, you gotta explain what the angle Uh, is. Maybe he's not maybe Vaughn's just not a trauma fan. Maybe like Maybe Troma's not cool anymore. Well, Troma definitely doesn't have the cachet that it used to. That's very true. Maybe It definitely isn't putting out... It's not picking... Well, the movies that they are picking up... Are they even picking up movies? I haven't seen them pick up anything in a while. I mean, they've like one or two a year, maybe, but they're like pretty shitty when I saw. I hate to say this. And this maybe goes into uh, one of Vaughn's other questions. There was a couple real nice dudes that I talked to at Cinema Wasteland. This will go into uh, this will go into number two question that he had, which was, "What's the biggest sh- piece of shit you had to sit through because one of your friends either worked on a movie or acted in it?" Maybe this will be a. I'll, I'll lay a softball out there because. Uh, I'm almost positive these dudes don't listen to the podcast, but if they find out, oh, well. There was a couple nice dudes that I talked to that we did a movie swap at a cinema wasteland a while back that got their movie Hectic Knife. I knew you were going to call out that one. And I was jacked because the dudes were super nice dudes. Real nice dudes. And we had a nice conversation. And we sat and we, we hung out a little bit later. And then I got home and put this gimmick on. And I got to be honest, I didn't make it 15 minutes into this thing. I'm like, you're kidding me, right? Somebody actually watched this whole movie. You got to be kidding me, right? Oh, I can. Mac watched it and loved it, I'm sure. Mac watches and loves fucking everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mac is cool. (laughs) I love Mr. Mac. Love you, boy. The ultimate trauma, dude. 
but holy shit, that hectic knife movie was hot trash. I did you see this thing? No, I saw like the promos and I might have talked to the dudes for a couple minutes briefly. But uh it it didn't look like something I was really I'm trying to to stay away from like movies I know I'm not going to like. Well, because for a long time I would just watch anything. And, well, yeah, that's how I am and unfortunately that's how Mark the Movie Man is. Mark the Movie Man gets me roped into these gimmicks where he's like, "Hey dude, I got screeners for X, Y, and Z. Um you want to do a rabbit session?" And I'll go, oh, "Yeah, I actually wanted to see those. Let's do this." And then 10 minutes in I instantly regret it. Yeah, if it's not something that like actually wanted to see then I'm pretty much passing on it. Now it's kind of the case with that one. And plus, to be honest, at this point, being like a trauma acquisition isn't exactly a selling point for me. But the thing is, even even in that case, I still can watch most of those trauma acquisitions. <sighs> this it must have been pretty bad. But it was horrible. It was just not edited well. Even for a trauma movie, the acting was. It legitimately looked like somebody just was fucking around with the camera, which goes into another question that Vaughn, these all will tie into each other. We'll just, I'll just tie all of this. This is because this is one huge conversation. Well, his other question was, why do independent horror directors think they're so cool because they've directed a movie (laughs) in a vacant lot somewhere in their hometown with their sister? All great questions, Vaughn, and they all tie into each other. It's funny how this became the trauma conversation because that's most of what trauma puts out are big pieces of shit directed by directors that think they're doing something real fucking cool because they got a fucking uh, Canon 7D and they got a couple friends out in a vacant lot to make a movie together. This coming from a guy that helped make a movie called Swamphead, which is essentially that. Ah, I don't know. Ego, man. This The independent horror gimmick is all about ego. Seth, you can speak to this as well as I can. You've been to enough of these things. You've been around enough of these people. You know what the deal is. Man, it's any any like little you know niche scene. Everybody's got to have the biggest voice, the biggest personality, you know, they have to be on top of the scene. They need their ego stroked. They just have to be the cool, you know, the, the coolest one in the room. You know what I mean? The thing is most of the people I meet are real cool cats. Yeah. Just like, Hey, I may be trash talking this hectic night movie, but the dudes were solid dudes. They were nice dudes, except for when all of a sudden one of them flamed out on Facebook. Like Uh went went real fucking crazy on Facebook saying some real misogynistic bullshit and everybody fucking like told them to go take a hike. Weird. It was real weird. It was a real weird flame out like last year or something like that. But when I met him face to face, the dudes were solid as with most of the people. Now, if you get to the level where like you're, you're dealing with dudes that are flirting with, uh, you know, bigger film festivals and Mm -hmm. trying to get legitimate distribution beyond, you know, the underground scene. That's when you start really coming across the douche canoes. Yeah. 
I think that's the line. Like, uh, like, like the dudes that are promoting their films at conventions and stuff. I think, you know, they made a movie and they're proud of it. They're going to try and get people to buy it. But I think they, you know, they know they're still just random dudes, you know? Mm-hmm. And most of them come across just friendly, down to earth. Humble. Right. It is when you start to get like so close to to that big distribution that everybody starts fucking thinking they're some kind of internet celebrity and a big deal and you know fucking charging like thirty dollars for their fucking limited edition to fifty Blu-ray. I mean, it's because you can't get more than fifty people to buy the damn thing. Yeah, that's a hundred percent the case. Like, but you know, they make themselves seem like a big deal. And it's obnoxious, but it's kind of that way in any little scene, you know, music and film. It's true. It's just because of the face that you're able to put on with social media and in general, the movie scene, uh, just narcissistic people gravitate towards it. There's a higher percentage of real fucking egotistical Mm -hmm. assholes. And it's unfortunate I've run across. I am nobody. I am. I've been in the game for 10 years and still absolutely nobody. I've been involved with a few movies, but I will never make allusions to that. I'm some fucking big deal in any way, shape or form. I'm just fucking nobody. But I've I know I've been with enough people and come across enough people that have been, you know, that have touched that to see you know the the fucking assholes plus i've been you know i professionally do this kind of thing so the egos are just when unchecked and you have people that are just yes people trying to you know suck on their teats it's repulsive and unfortunately this business just you know is a higher percentage of narcissists than just about anything else so i mean i the answer is because of the percentage of narcissists yeah 100 percent. it's so much easier to get that following now with facebook and instagram and all yep. that shit so. everybody if they get that a little taste of that mm-hmm. they're gonna it doesn't matter what kind of horrible piece of shit you're churning out you're still gonna get sucked off on fucking uh instagram and on fucking facebook shit i'm not gonna name names but i know a few people it's just like are you kidding me this dude's movies suck Name them the names. I'm not naming the names. Name the names to me later. I'll name the names to you later. Yeah, and then I'll post it all over the internet. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> so you haven't answered this question. I named named. What, who, what was the biggest shit you had to sit through because one of your friends worked on it? Oh, man, I don't know anybody that made movies. Swamphead? Okay, that's, that's a fair. That's a fair <laughs> answer. No, I honestly, like, I have one buddy that went to to school for like film production, <laughs> didn't do anything with it. So other than that, it's, you know, I don't, I mean, uh, I know Chris LaMartina, but I like his stuff. I have most of the times I've had to sit through something has been when I'm been with my peers. Yeah. Not, like, not I, necessarily a friend. Yeah. I, I don't have too many of those situations. So, like most of the people from around Baltimore that I've seen their stuff, if I've seen it, I've enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, there's not a whole lot of people working on it, but 
just because I know somebody and have seen it. Uh, yeah, I haven't really put myself into too many of those situations. Yeah, I, uh, and that's why most people don't want to drop those names and don't want to put that out there because you never, especially if I were going to drop the names I'd want to na- drop right now, they're people that I've actually worked with in the past. And it's just like, that's not cool. That's yeah. not cool. It's it just not. Um, regards to the fact that I can guarantee almost every single one of them has talked shit about me in the past and the stuff that I've done, but I'm not going to well, do that. You know, I mean, it's a cycle you can break by just not doing it. Yeah, exactly. Be be the better person. But yeah. hectic, hectic Knife is a real piece of shit. It's real <laughs> fucking trash. Well, it's just why Martinez films are not, folks, so go buy them now. WNUF Halloween special. Fuck yeah. Great, great movie. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Buy that shit. So um, I hope, Vaughn, that that answered something <laughs> that gave you a little something, something out of all that. I kind of mashed them all together. But even deeper question. And it took me a second. I don't know why it took me a second, but I had I was just like, well, what the fuck is he talking about? But now I know this is I'm going to pose this to you first. You got to answer this question first. OK, it should have been Lars. Should have been Bam. Oh, 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 we're not even talking Metallica anymore. No, that was my first uh, first thought when I saw that question. Oh, that is. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but yeah, should have been Lars. You know, I'm not really wishing death on anybody. It should have been none of them. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, if it was going to be one of them that the band could have replaced easily, <laughs> Lars would probably be the first choice. <laughs> easily with a better drummer. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. Like my unease in answering this question yeah. is very high. But we do get a lot of hijinks out of Lars for the last 30 years. We have, but holy I mean, shit! Just, uh, just from the some kind of monster documentary, it's hilarious. That documentary is legitimately one of the funniest things I've ever. It's seen. It's my second favorite documentary of all time. I mean, it's, it's so fucking good. What's What's your favorite part of that? Oh, favorite part? Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, there's so many good ones. Uh, Lars is one of my favorite parts when he's talking about the fucking paintings. <laughs> yeah. When is a painting done? Like, when is a song really done? Fuck you, Lars. While his dad sits <laughs> yeah. in the background disapprovingly <laughs> looking at him. His dad looks like he just crawled out of a fucking hobbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, the best part in just about any movie ever made is in that movie, and it's when Dave Mustaine nearly cries because oh, he got kicked out oh, of fucking Metallica. Oh, oh, oh. Is it when he says, I miss my little Danish friend? <laughs> you try convincing me that's not a hot gimmick. He said, you guys have sold 100 million albums and I've only sold 20 million. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. Fucking Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine. Oh, Oh, God. One of the greatest comedic moments of any movie ever. So good. That whole thing is just a disaster and it's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So that was a very entertaining question. I liked that one. Last question from Vaughn. And this has a visual element to it. So I don't know if you saw this on 
on the page, Seth. Maybe we need to bring up Facebook in order to like truly answer this. One. Okay. So let's bring up the Facebook page here. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I'll edit this. Um, let's go to the question. Let's go to some of the gimmicks. One of the gimmicks. And the gimmicks. let's go to the questions. I'll post the questions. Um, holy cow, this computer is. Yeah, that's a Spiria logo is some trash. <laughs> Just trash. Okay, so here we go. If you can get to it, Seth, I'll, I'll answer. I'll do the question, and then uh, I'll wait for you to take a look at this picture. Vaughn's what is the picture. The picture is of uh, Bill Mosley and Sid Haig. Oh dressed- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and, I don't need to bring that up. I know. All right. What are your feelings about how sad these motherfuckers look? <laughs> I did laugh at that question. <laughs> so, uh, before we oh. give. Yeah, about you've it. got to explain this picture this picture listeners if you aren't on the all the gimmicks facebook group again i'm gonna say how the fuck did you even find this podcast but uh go over there and join the group um there's a picture obviously at a monster mania of uh it must have taken place in the last i'm guessing this year i think it was uh i think it was end of august Oh, my God. End of August of Bill Mosley and Sid Haig dressed up as their House of a Thousand Corpses characters. And uh, it looks like they took five seconds before going out for the picture to toss their makeup on. And it's some real fucking like Dollar General fucking makeup work. You got a Captain Clown in red robe there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those are not officially licensed costumes so before we give our feelings on this what is your rating for for this picture oh for the picture yeah um well i'll give the picture itself like a seven out of ten because it's funny <laughs> i'll give the quality of the whole thing uh like a three and oh. anyone that dropped like actual money to get that photo is like a one because it's silly looking like i if you know if a professional in costume photo op thing is, is your deal that's fine whatever you want to spend your money on but one look at that and i would have returned that ticket you know? like, <laughs> so so you walk out there and you see these two gaggle fucks hanging out out there would you would you just go nope and turn yeah, around yeah, like, like that's not a good looking picture you know Hey, for, especially for the money they're charging for this shit. Yeah. And you know, it's out of their hands a lot of the time. I've, oh, yeah. I've met Sid in the past and he's a super nice dude. dude. Sid and Bill, they're like the nicest dudes at conventions. Yeah. That's why they're at every fucking show. Yeah. Well, this isn't about them. We're not dissing right. on. Them. No, not at all because they're cool ass dudes. But these, like, this setup that they've got going on is some janky ass shit. <laughs> And it's it's like it's depressing because, I mean, people are putting out their money for it, and whoever's in charge of these costumes and how this shit goes down is just half-assing it. Oh, dude, that red shirt looks like they went down like, to the Walmart and got is, the the, the a, cheapest fucking red it's silk, a goddamn shirt. tablecloth, <laughs> and some you know dollar store makeup. <laughs> Like, I'm, oh, God. <laughs> Easily, the uh, the gimmicks, they're, uh, they're two out of ten at best. Oh, man. Like, glad they're going for it, but, man, that Captain Spaulding costume is, oh, it's so bad. 
They got it at St. Vinnie DePaul. I'm, I'm kind of upset because I'm going to Monster Mania in Baltimore this weekend. And uh, they'll both be there and they're doing this again. But it was supposed originally it was going to be Bill Mosley doing a chop top in uh, costume thing. Yeah. And I would love to see the dollar store version of that. Oh, I would live to see the dollar store yeah. version of that. I want to see the half ass version of chop top. Oh, shit. You got to report back with a with special on the scene report. Yeah, take that phone out. I need a report on. They they changed it because apparently this this uh House of a Thousand Corpses one was so popular in New Jersey that they changed it to this one again. Well, it but is New Jersey. I will. I'll hey, I'll, I'll see if they upgraded it all. I'll try and get a picture. All right, try and get a picture and report back, and let's let's get to the bottom of this. If this was just some some goof, because I'll tell you what looks the worst about this is the outline of Bill Mosley's nose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Looking. It looks like a fucking dick on his face. It does. <laughs> it's sad. I love these dudes, but uh, this is... Yeah, my feelings are this is some janky bullshit. I yeah. agree. All right, moving on, because we still have 516 questions to go. Oh, my God. Um, three in the morning. I know. It's three in the morning. We're still recording this thing. <sighs> This is a double long episode, but we put ourselves into this. Um, let's see if we can. I don't know. You and I just can't answer things quickly. It's just how we are. Um, good bud, Dan Edenfield of the Night uh, Keep. He brought so many fucking questions to the table. He brought the lightning Dan. round to the damn table. <laughs> yeah, the whole lightning round is from Dan. So let's see what we can do here. First question, which is going to be an easy one for me. Excuse me, the fucking whiskey I'm drinking is making me burp. Favorite spaghetti film genre? He excluded westerns, though, right? Um, spaghetti westerns don't count since they're the prototype <laughs> for every post. Fuck you, Dan Edenfield. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit on that. Spaghetti western is the best spaghetti film yeah. genre. I mean, I'm going westerns, and then I'm yeah. going the the post-apocalyptic trash. Yeah, we are usurping your power, and we are fucking saying that your designation of spaghetti westerns not counting is some bullshit. We this is our fucking podcast. We don't go. We don't live by your rules. <laughs> You're being a real son of a bitch, Dan. Real fucking motherfucker. <laughs> Real second-rate kind of dude. Come on, man. You can't exclude Spaghetti Westerns. You won't, you know why you did that, Dan? That's obviously the right answer. <laughs> it's in the goddamn name. Fuck. Spaghetti Westerns. Yeah, you just want us to talk about post-apocalyptic movies. That's all you want to do. Which I will happily do, but do not oh, yeah. shoehorn me into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This wasn't this is what in in courts what is called leading the witness. So I am gonna say spaghetti westerns. We both say spaghetti westerns, right? Yeah. So question answered. Next question is a deep hitter. Deep hitter. Is this actually truly a farewell from Kiss or just another money grab? <laughs> What do you think, Dan? At what point has 
anything from Kiss not been a money grab? This has to be, and and I mean, if you have an opinion on this, Seth, pipe in, but I know you're not the biggest Kiss mark. But this has to be the final tour, at least for Paul Stanley. It has to be the final tour because Paul Stanley has no voice anymore. It's gone. The last two times I've seen him, the motherfucker can't sing. First, first concert of this tour, he had to stop halfway through the concert. He blew his voice out, actually, on Love Gun, first song that he sung. So how they're going to get through this without him singing to a guide bed track, I have no idea. I just don't know. They're, supposedly, this gimmick's supposed to go on for two, three years. <laughs> Look, what is with all these bands announcing their final tour that spans three years? A decade later, they're done. It's a cash grab. It's, it's 100% a fucking cash grab. The moment it was announced, fucking Blade Braxton and Corey Adler are blowing my phone up. <laughs> It was like fucking atom bomb had gone off on my phone for notifications. <laughs> We're already planning 15 shows. We're basically grateful deading this shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. You guys will be there 10 years in the next one, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when they roll them out in the fucking wheelchairs and they they're so fucking senile, they don't even move their mouths for singing. Oh, they're going to fucking Aussie it. Oh, hey, their first alive record was Ozzying it. <laughs> they re-recorded the entire thing. It's not even a live record. Oh. So yeah. cash grab all day. Oh, all day, every all day. day. Until everyone ever associated with Kiss is dead. Oh, they will all day. Gene Simmons will outlast them all. Just like Keith Richards, Gene Simmons will live forever. While he molests every woman he possibly can. Everyone. And he's every last one. Hideous. Oh, unbelievable. So question number three is you can go back in time, Seth, and make any one film the way you feel it should have been made. Cast, special effects, director, whatever you want, any or all of the above and more. Which film is that? Uh, I'm not going to change any film. I'm just going to give all the money to Guillermo del Toro and let him make at the mountains of madness. Oh shit. That's that a good answer. That's what I'm doing. Oh shit. That's a good answer. Give him 500 million. Go nuts, buddy. I like and, this answer. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give an answer that is probably going to shock everyone listening to this. And they'll probably stop listening to a single word that I say, which they probably don't anyway. I want all the monies and fuck all to everybody else who says no to this. Give all the money to Sam Raimi to finish his Spider-Man series. God damn it. I he want that Spider-Man movie. He had the money. Let him make that fucking movie. Oh, was he supposed to do a fourth one? Dude, the end of Spider-Man three. It's obvious. There was another I, movie. Yeah, I don't remember the end of Spider-Man three. <laughs> Fuck! Give me that fourth Spider-Man movie. I mean, it could. It, it had to be better than three, right? Dude, I don't even care. Just finish the goddamn story. 
You, you set us up with this fucking cliffhanger gimmick, and then nothing. Then vapor trails. Fucking. Uh, I'm for it. You know what? You got your passion, and it's fucking Spider-Man movies. Unbelievable. Fuck. Then we get those fucking Alex Garland pieces of shit. And we'll uh, never know. I got half hour into the first one, turned it off, didn't care about the second one, just couldn't be bothered with it. Trash. I trash. I watched the first one, it was trash. 15 more fucking Spider-Man origin stories. Yep. I'm I'm through. I'm through with it all. It's after they, they shortchanged me on the Raimi gimmick, I can't be bothered with it. Just can't be bothered with it. Yeah, It's just like, you know, you're right at the pearly gates. You're about to get in. And then they just pull the rug out. Mm. Like, nah, 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 nah. Go back to the back of the line. And you just stay at the back of the line for eternity. Oh, but we got Venom coming out and it looks great. (sighs) Oh, it doesn't look great. (laughs) Seth, I don't even know. I don't even have a, a, a quip. Or a, a witty comeback for that no, one. It doesn't, it doesn't look very good. It looks like horse shit. It looks yeah. like horse shit. So yeah. last question from Mr. Daniel Edenfield. Let's say you have a Hollywood budget backing you. Money's no object. Which, what one film by the Asylum would you redo? I don't, I don't get this question because everything they do is just a ripoff of something that's already been done. <laughs> Exactly. Why don't so, you just reference the fucking Hollywood yeah. movie they're ripping off? Uh, I, <laughs> I just wouldn't waste my money. <laughs> because, like, okay, we take the take the Asylum movie and then we make this $300 million version of it. And oh, we already have Pacific Rim. We already have Transformers or whatever fucking big movie they were putting out that week. It's already been done. Dude, the and the thing is, the reason why any of the movies pop the way they do is because they look so shitty. It's not like I'm going into those things for stories. Yeah, most of them don't pop. Them. Most of them just suck. Yeah. So, but there, I, is, there is the oddball one that's fun. But I, you know, I'm just gonna invest that money in anything else. Yeah, I mean, the reason it's fun is because it's shitty, right? Yeah, so, I, don't, I don't sit down to the sci-fi original and go, boy, I hope this is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm going to give all the money to make Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus look better. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's already perfect. So why are we worried about it? Yeah, exactly. So uh, the answer is none of them. Yeah. None of them. All right, we have uh, three more people and four more questions before the lightning round. Seth. Before the lightning round? Before the lightning round. You think we can get through this? No. We can do it. Mark the Movie Mans is an easy one, and I'm not going to answer this because I have no stake in the game, so this is all on you. His question is, so who would win in a fisticuffs fight, Slytherin or Hufflepuff? That's just not fair. It's the school shooters versus the anime kids. like. You know, like, it's just not fair. They're coming blazing with AK-47s and white power, and everyone gets shot. Slither and wins, but they're dicks. <laughs> so they're that's, en- Nazis. <laughs> that's enough for Potter chat here on, on this episode. <laughs> We're moving on. We have too much to get through. Uh, Jason Zilliger, he writes, 
first actress crush or actor he doesn't judge? Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I, I don't know. I'd have to really think about it. Sherilyn Fenn. Oh. One thousand million percent wow. Sherilyn Fenn. We're talking fucking Twin Peaks. We're talking fucking Boxing Helena. We're talking fucking Meridian. We're talking The Wraith. Oh. You know, I've never seen The Wraith. Let's let me just it's one of the and we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk and we don't have time to really talk no, about it. No, no talk. We don't no have talk. time. But no. but one of the movies for the weekly watches in the 31 Days of Horror group is The Wraith. And I'm going to spoil something for you. There are some rude. Sherilyn Fenn titties in that movie. Oh, shit. I got to see this movie. All right. I'm her this weekend. What's that? I'm meeting her on Friday. Oh, you I got to. You better get a pick. Oh, I'm getting a pick. You kidding me? Get a pick and send me that pick. That's got to be. Yeah. We got to use that. I haven't saw. I'll make sure she's in her jankiest rape costume. Do you have Do you have a VHS copy of Meridian you can get to sign for me? Oh God, I don't. I oh man, I wish I could send you my VHS of Meridian. Did you could overnight it? No, oh, probably not. Shit, it'd be totally worth it. She's actually going to be at Days of the Dead in Chicago in oh, November, baby. so I'm Here. definitely going to be there and have her sign my Meridian tape. I'll let you know if she's a bitch. Oh, please. I, if she is, I'm going to be fucking heartbroken. Yeah, if she is, um, then maybe I won't have her sign Meridian. Yeah. God, that might I, be a bad angle. Yeah, I'm glad you had a definitive answer for that, because I really don't know. There's no act, there's no crushes you ever had. No actress gave you gave that little stuff. Like, kind of definitely before anyone else. I don't know, man. Um, just anyone. Anyone that gave you a little Ricci. tightness in the crotch. Christina Ricci. I, I could feel that because you know I we're uh, Christina Ricci post Buffalo '66, right? I mean, I'm I'm younger than you, man. You know, I was I was in that Casper Adams family time oh, frame. God, this just got weird. No, not really. Oh, I feel she's only like two or three years older than me. Man. Holy yeah. shit, I feel real uncomfortable about this. See, you're the one making it uncomfortable. Oh man. The way I prefaced this, this turned out to be way, way worse than I, I imagined. Well, you know, you're doing it to yourself there, bud. Fuck. All right. <laughs> question, question number two uh, from Jason. We have two questions left and then the lightning round. Lightning round. <laughs> question number two is, if you could bring back one dead, retired, inactive oh. director to make one more movie unrestrained by budget. What's with unrestrained by budget on all of these questions? Who would it be? I'm going to go Terrence Fisher. Interesting. I like this angle. Give me some classy horror, you know, that's not artsy and pretentious as fuck. I'm going to be with you on this gimmick, and but I'm going to go a different route. Okay. Especially because his final movies were real trashy. Bring fucking Nashy back. Oh, want, God. Yeah. Give me one more quality fucking Waldemar fucking... <sighs> Nashy werewolf out. Dude, that'd be fucking rad. Give me that shit. Yep. Get have him get the just skankiest girls and the most dime store fucking werewolf outfit. But it always works so perfectly. 
Give me it. Give me it. That's what I want. Just Nashy running around shirtless with a hairy face. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Now I'm. Oh man, I want this to be to happen so badly, so badly. That last one he made, oh, was so bad, so bad. But I loved it. Absolutely loved it. So okay, final question of the night before lightning round. Lightning round is from your bud Sean Wolf. Oh Jesus! And this is this question threw me for a loop. When it popped up on the feed, this thing threw me for such a goddamn loop. This is a multi-part question, Seth. So, I mean, prepare yourself. If the Puppet Master series were taken away from Charles Band, would you jump back in? The answer to that is it already happened in yes. And I'm in. So, yeah. We're in for this. As long as they those those dudes from uh, the state or whatever take this and just keep running with it, I'm about it. Part two. What if any other fill, full moon franchises would be better without Charles Band behind the wheel? All of them. Oh, yeah, at this point, definitely all of them. What's your favorite? What would you say is your favorite non Charles Band full moon movie? Um, Jesus, I don't even know. Did he do? I don't even know what he's done. My favorite full moon movie is Castle Freak. Oh, well, there I don't you know go. If he's done that. Nope, that was Stuart Gordon. Oh, yeah, of course it was Stuart Gordon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's by far my favorite full moon movie. Good answer. Yeah, I can dig that. I, feel I, like I a jackass not remembering the Stuart Gordon. That's all right. It's been a long episode. We've we've had to cover a lot of ground here. A lot of ground here. Uh, mine would have to either be between uh, subspecies or um, fuck. I just had it in my head. Why did I just go away? Uh, the Pit and the Pendulum. Oh, Pit and the Pendulum, so good. But solid I mean, subspecies, is great too. Yeah, yeah. Um, last part, and this is where <laughs> this question got real weird. <laughs> real fucking weird. When I read it, I'm like, oh, that's a weird turn. And the final <laughs> the final question is, if you had to take a 10-hour car ride with one of the following people, who would you choose? Charles Band, Tommy Wiseau, or the dad alien from Mac and Me? <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> I would have to say this is a tough one. This is a tough one because one, no, not Charles Band because I've heard stories. So the answer is no to him. Tommy Wiseau would be funny for about a half hour. But the dad alien from Macamie doesn't talk. Yeah, but he's so fucking weird. He could sit out in the back. I can be in the front seat. He can hang out in the back and be a creep. That's fine. But just look out the window the whole time. <laughs> it's all good. As long as he's paying, helping paying for gas, we're good. Oh, he's a fucking alien. He's not paying for gas. <laughs> what? Are you saying he's a deadbeat? He's Yeah, man. He went to space camp and can't afford <laughs> gas. <laughs> What's your answer? Oh, man. You know, I think uh, Charles Band would have some cool stories. But after like an hour of him fucking talking down to me like in a condescending tone of, you know, yeah dude that's you know that's cool man you know it's it's not like full moon stuff but yeah that's cool dude like this is righteous right like fucking trying to be 18 years old <laughs> I, I would fucking want to punch him in the face yeah so I'm, i think i'm going tommy wiseau ah because i think he'd be interesting like probably annoying but definitely interesting i think he'd be int- i think you, you're on a good 
good wavelength there because I also think, you know, for about a half hour to an hour, Tommy Wiseau would be very entertaining. Yeah, maybe he'd probably be the easiest to leave it like a truck stop, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You just, everyone goes in for that piss break, but you all make it like you have that uh, eye connection conversation where you all look at each other and go, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the fucking alien knows you're going to ditch him because he's a fucking alien. Well, the alien, he's telepathically speaking to right. just us. Right. And he's just like, we got to ditch this Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> he's in the car with us. So <laughs> so we, we pick up Mac and me's dad and ditch Tommy Wiseau and Charles' band. <laughs> we're, we're exactly on the route. Say we're going to Wasteland or something. Where would we be picking the dad alien from? What state? Oh, I mean, probably straight downtown Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> he's in that same neighborhood from the fucking Christmas story yeah, house. He's a, he's the guy that we parked in his front yard. Yeah, that's years. right. That's I didn't even realize we had already met the dad alien. <laughs> You're right about that one. Well, he can't afford the nice house in the neighborhood. No, no, because it is a crack neighborhood. Yeah, that neighborhood's so shitty. Yeah, shady, dude. It was shady, but I didn't feel I didn't feel like threatened being in that neighborhood at all. Well, no, not when you're at the Christmas story house. That's nice as fuck. Yeah, no shit. Oh, man. So anyways, that's our question and answer. Let's hit the lightning round. Okay, we're going to just blast through these. All right. Lightning round question one, Seth. West Coast Bay Area or East Coast Thrash? West Coast Thrash, East Coast Hardcore. I agree. Ding, ding, ding. Definitely. Uh, Next one, Nintendo or Sega? Nintendo. Nintendo all the fucking way. Uh, Count Chocula or Frankenberry? Chocula. Oh, Chocula. We are are right on the same wavelength here, Seth. Uh, Next one, Van Halen or Van Hagar? Halen. Halen. Anybody that says Van Hagar, don't trust them. Drop them off with tw- Tommy Wiseau at a truck stop. <laughs> Evil Bong or Ginger Dead Man? Ginger Dead Man. Neither. Fuck that question. First, first Ginger Dead Man. No, none of them. Oh, you mean the first Ginger Dead Man that literally has 15 minutes of closing credits? Yeah, it's fine. You uh, it's off 15 minutes early. That's trash. Just to make it to an hour, it has like 15 uh, minutes of fucking credits. Last one. Kirk or Picard? Picard. Picard. Hey, got to give it out to Kirk. The boy was just trying to, you know, he's just trying to play the game, get all those alien girls, but Picard all the way. So that's it. We made it, Seth. Hey, lightning round was cool. That's it. So uh, if we ever do this again, people better bring the heat on more of the lightning round questions, less of the long winded what movies do you want to remake with all of the budget that the asylum has done? Don't shoehorn me into an answer. (laughs) Don't push Seth into a corner. Yeah. You don't like it. (laughs) Finally, the bartender said, stone cold, stone cold, stone cold. And I said, what? He goes, why are you throwing everybody out the damn bar? I says, you dumb son of a bitch, I'm getting ready for the Royal Rumble.
If you're going to go on the hunt, you got to be able to run with the big boys. If he can't run with the big boys, he should get out. He shouldn't come out here. I'm telling you like it is, baby. The way they ran the business was a shit.